Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. What's up, rad people? 2021 in the house. Welcome to episode 15. It's Ali, Amanda, and Reina. And we are so excited because, hey, new year, new you, right? Or no. is that actually, no, is no. that, that's not the vibe, people. That's a firm no. Yes, we're actually here to challenge the new year, new you, and kind of give you some more things to talk about. It's funny because I, um, I remember thinking in 2020, counting the months until 2021, and you guys, the first week so far, nothing's changed. I'm still a bit blue and I'm still, I'm still drinking and I just am like, okay, what does this actually mean? New year, new you. And are you a, a supporter of the resolutions? I know we talked about all that, but there has been a lot of memes and hype online about, um, you know, a new year and that this is, this is like a huge new year, right? Everybody said goodbye to 2020 and was so pumped for 2021, but truly nothing's changed. There's no, there's nothing different. So how are you implementing or what do you actually think about new year, new you? Well, it's funny, isn't it? That we fall asleep on December 31st and then wake up and expect for this new you and these new routines and these new, you know, things and habits that we implement. And it's just, it's so unrealistic, isn't it? And maybe that is part of the, like we talked about last week, why resolutions fail and why intentions probably aren't necessarily that strong or failing. I absolutely think that the new year, new you is really just some sort of social construct or marketing plan that really took off, you know, who knows how many years ago and has ingrained in us this concept of there was something wrong with us in the first place. And the time in which you should consider changing the very essence of who you are is apparently January 1st. And like Raina mentioned, you know, that clock ticks over and you are still you. There you are. You go with you everywhere you go in every new year you experience. And really, if, if we're talking about new year, um, new fresh perspectives, then why wouldn't we do that on our birthdays when it really is a new year of you, literally speaking? So I personally have found for me that the new year, new you mindset, like everybody else, is something I got caught up in. I can't sit here and act like that isn't true. At some points in my life, I have thought, yeah, I, I guess I, I do want to stop biting my finger, fingers. This is the year where I let go of this habit that has stuck with me my whole life. And, you know, these resolutions to stop doing these things or to think that we need to be repaired by the tick of a clock is, I think, unrealistic. And you have to ask yourself who's benefiting from that insecurity. I love that you even relate it to the nails. I, we talked about that, I think, before we started recording last week even. And it's like, you know, it's the same. You wake up and you're like, okay, today I'm going to be different. Today I'm not going to bite. Today I'm not going to pick. And it's just because we aren't a new person and our outside circumstances and environment haven't changed. It's like, you know, there's not much changing that's going to happen internally. I feel though that this is a bit gloomy, don't you think? Like, I feel that us poo-pooing new year, new you is a bit wah, wah. Like, 
maybe there needs to be like add a little hype to it you know maybe new year new you what does that actually mean maybe what does it mean for you well you guys i am a bit more of a well maybe maybe there needs to be some newness (laughs) i i felt so i felt so taken down by 2020 all on all honesty homeschooling kids 24 7 me then going back to work being called a frontline worker as a teacher uh, the worries of covid being socially distant all those things are not natural you know me not connecting as much as we were you know at the beginning and if you followed us for a little while you know i've joked a lot about like open the borders i'm coming like let us travel let us connect and because it is in our human nature to hug to connect and it's not just an extrovert thing that's a human thing and so for me when i think you know we're a week in and i i have kind of wanted to be like okay this needs to be a new year and new me and it needs to be different because if not i can't do two years of disconnection guys like last week did we talk about the roaring 20s yes bring that up last week I, I did, it reminded me again just now because you're like, we need to bring more fun to it. And it's, it is starting 2020, 2021. Like this is the year I think that's going to start, you know, the parties, the, the chaos is going to start in 2021. I don't doubt that. So well, I, I just want to touch a bit on what Ali mentioned and, and sort of offer that as a devil's advocate to what we were just saying, which is if you genuinely feel like something needs to change because it isn't making you feel the way you deserve to feel in this one very short, precious life that we have, then the other side of that coin is what do you then acknowledge needs to change and be really crystal clear on the why? Because if it's because you've been brainwashed on every social media post you read that tells you, you should do this to feel better about yourself, or you need to do this or this or that. You need to be so in tune with yourself that you actually know what's gonna make that difference because you probably, with this year, will still need to virtual teach or you know, jobs will still be challenging or the kids may return home. I mean, it's not like the pandemic comes to a halt at the tick of that clock either. So there are certain things that will come into 2021 regardless of if we want it to or not. But the question is, what part of our attitude, our outlook and our mindset can we say, you know what, that didn't serve me last year and I actually do want this to be different moving into this new year. There is a sort of energetic, maybe rinse and wring out that can be done, but only you, I think, can know if that's something that marketing has told you needs to be done and you're following that crowd or you're like, I, I can't function as me, as the most optimal me, unless I make this change. Well, I think that's where reflection comes in because I can tell you in 2020, I was not working at the optimal me. Like there was not, I was in a keep my head above water. And I know girls, the three of us, we all had some very, very low moments. And I think that that's natural. I think that in any year, probably if we really started to pick it apart, but I think that it was really, it was really magnified in 2020. And so for me, for 2021, when I say new year, new me, I do not want to repeat some of those things. Like I let go of things that I held so dearly to who I needed to be and what I wanted to become for survival. And so for me, for 2021, when I think, hey, new year, new me, 
I need to, I need to recalibrate my life. Like, and I think that that's what a lot of people are doing is like, let's get our ducks back in a row. Let's try to restack the cards in our favor because job loss, health, mental health, those things were amplified beyond anything we've ever seen. We had the world's biggest election. Not, I mean, I'm being so over the top with that. The world's biggest, that's the Canadian, was it? But you guys, that like, there were things that happened that drew a crowd unlike we've ever seen. And I think that people, like you said, Amanda, got really swept up in the internet culture, in the anti-culture, right? So now we're reading all this anti-vaccine, we're reading the anti-election, we're reading the anti-this, anti-that, right? So what are you actually for? What are Instead of saying, what are we against? What are we for in 2021? New year, new me? I am now for some new things. I'll tell you that much. I think I'm just thinking about what you're saying. And that's exactly it for me. It's, this year, I think for me is continuing to allow myself to slow down so that I can hear what me actually is, right? There's so many social media, news, whatever you're watching or soaking in, like it is telling us exactly what to be, think, do, all of these things when in reality, we just need to silence a little bit to figure out what, what we actually need, you know? Well, that's a really powerful perspective that I think is hard for people to get on board with because, you know, I saw this meme and it said it was um, just a graphic of a girl who had a little quote quotation bubble above her head. And it said, I feel really good about myself today. And then the next slide is her opening up her phone to Instagram and the bubble quote changes to let me go and ruin that by scrolling my social media feed. And I was like, how impactful is that? Like sit with that for a minute, you guys, the minute you start to realize, Hey, I am enough. Hey, I can do these things. Wow. That conversation felt so good. Or, or your very real life is happening before your eyes. And then you, you numb out with this habit of going online and all of that is just swept out from under you and, and whisked away when in that moment, if you had just honored yourself and maybe what you needed, which was not to take out your phone and find out how other people are their new year, new me, then you could just feel really good being exactly who you are. And I, I, I think there are some things that, you know, last year in 2020 that were heavy. Um, it, it hit us all really heavily. Um, I know that there are things I do not want 2021 to feel like. And I think that's my barometer. If I can put it that way is I'm not putting a title on this. My life is fluid and so will my emotions and, and the way I t take these perspectives. So I reserve all rights to, you know, weave in and out uh, through the year. But I know if it's not feeling the way that I want it to, meaning vibrant, aligned, alive, excited, confident, inspired, creative, oof, there's some assessment there. There's some 2021 assessment of, oh, are we repeating 2020 loops right now where we think that that's good enough or are we willing to raise the bar? Which is what Let's Put the Rad and Radical was all about. It was literally the idea from which this whole podcast came to be. It was, I no longer want to stay stagnant in things that aren't going to make me feel like the optimal version of myself, like we just talked about. And so this was such a great way for us to add that in. And that's why we've loved coming together to sit down. 
and record these episodes and interact with our listeners is because this was a really beautiful bright light for us within that last year and so for example going with my gut that's how i know let's put the rad and radicals the shit and that's where it's at you know so that's what i'm trying to explain here is things won't always feel like sunshine rainbows unicorns and 2020 proved that but moving forward in 2021 be cognizant of what you're allowing in if you are saying some things do need to be new, what are those things and why? But I will say, being stagnant, which allows that pain, which allows for that growth is so necessary, is it not? A hundred percent. Without that stagnation, that, that rumination, almost to the point of really getting sick of your own bullshit, without that, then there can be no catalyst for change and shift and expansion of self. It, it's a really messy, mucky, failure-filled path. But if you're not willing to walk that, there is no opportunity for you to get to the other side. And, and that's the truth that people don't want to hear. That's the same with starting your own business. That's the same with starting a health and fitness journey. That's the same with trying to choose stillness or struggling with mental health or depression or any of these challenging things that life handle, hands to us is the only way out is through. It's the only path. And, and yes, I do believe it's important to go through those things in order to, to find what you want to integrate into your newest or, or most refreshed self. And it's funny because new year, new me, I think the key word there is me, right? And it's such a small world word, I should say, but like it means so much and it's so hard. And just even what you were saying, Amanda, like, you know, for me to think, okay, what and who am I and what am I allowing this year and what am I not? Those are big, big questions. And I'm curious for you guys, if you're saying no more to social media, what are you replacing it with? I don't know that it's a no more to social media for me because I, I, I love the connections I've gained as a result of being in that space. But of course, it's a double-edged sword. You have the people with opinions. Nothing you say is right. You, can, you only do harm. Like, you know, there's, there's both of those things. So I don't think, I, I think it's more so a relationship again with, is this thing making me feel the way I want to or am I a slave to it? And of course, The Social Dilemma, which we talked about, a great documentary we managed to chat about already from 2020. So I, I think that the best thing you can do is say, if it's going to continue to exist in my life, then I am in the driver's seat. You don't get to change the station of the radio. You don't get to have an opinion. I'm driving the car and you just get to come along for my ride. And I think the challenge with what social media has become is that through 2020, it became the default for a lot of people. It, and, and I know that there are certainly points where it did for me where, you know, oh, I'm bored. Okay, I have to scroll. Oh, the news is flaring. I need to see what's happening. Oh, the numbers are in. Okay, I need to check that too. And so, you know, those things, for example, moving forward and, and I have stopped them are not going to be reintroduced to the best of my ability. I think the best thing to do to create in something if you're choosing to remove it completely or set these healthy boundaries is something that makes you feel like it lit you up after having done it, whether it's spending time with your kids, speaking to your family, um, go going out in nature, being, you know, getting a breaths of fresh air, moving your body, creating something. Um, I love art for that. It's such an in the moment. It, it just puts you right in that moment as I'm sure kids do and fur babies can do and things like that. So 
replacing it is with the things that are going to make you feel infinitely better than whatever it is you're trying to replace it with. I think that's the key word is making you feel better. I've, you know, on that break have been implementing a lot of books where it's like, not, not necessarily audiobooks, but books where they're in my hand. And so my hands are occupied. Does that make sense? And it mentally helps because you have your phone in your hand and you're scrolling social media. So instead of that audiobook where I could have my phone in my hand and listen to my, the audiobook at the same time, I'm forced to literally shut everything off and hold it in my hand. So you know what I mean? So incorporating like just reading books in general has actually helped a ton. Can I share with you guys something that I am determined to figure out for 2021, which in my long, long life, and do not make long, 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 yeah, I knew it was coming. I'm very old people, very old, but I'm going to find out for 2021. I want to get really grounded in what I believe. Does if this, I don't know if this, and sometimes I think to myself, how do I not know what I believe? But I have been doing a lot of deep dive into the research on souls, on afterlife, on, uh, you know, heaven and hell, on death, on the cycle of life, on um, the power of gardening, on like the, the list is kind of big. And I started to think to myself, geez, I don't even know what I believe. Like, what do I ground into? And so for 2021, my word, I don't know if you guys do this, but I come up sometimes with a word for the year. And so mine is belief. And so, or believe. And that's also like believing in myself, belief. What? And so for me, I'm kind of going like, what do I believe? Do I believe that fat is bad? Like, do I believe in the scale? Do I believe in family? What does that look like? Do I believe in... Um, that I'm actually an extrovert? Or do I think every time Amanda talks about being an ambervert, I'm like, maybe that's me. Yeah. I waffle. I am the biggest ego waffle there is on the planet. I'm always waffling. I just am like a breeze. I'm like, oh, what, what did you say? Maybe I believe that. So I want to get so grounded in beliefs for 2021. That is going to be the new me, new me. I love that you created a word for 2021. My word is going to be intention. There is not a day that's going to go by where I am not going to intentionally approach my day. Whether it is intentional rest or intentional, you know, communication or intentional any, like, that's my word. Thank you for, like, thank you for making me do that. And I love that you just came up with that without a lot of thought because I popped right in. Yep. So that to me is like, that's the word. And it's funny because I would like to say, I know you pretty well, but that is spot on for you because I think very often we can get caught up in our own emotions and therefore there is no intentionality to anything we do. And that also includes you having to slow down to say to yourself, what do I want? What is my intention for this? I think Oprah always says that at the beginning of like a meeting, she's like, what's our intention? What is, what is the purpose here? Right? Naturally I would do what Oprah does. Right. Preach Oprah. I, I, I feel I do have a word that popped up into my head, but it's actually two. So really, Ali, that was a great you know, suggestion, recommendation, and offering um, to our listeners. I mean, you know, that's a, a big one to consider. I think mine would are leadership and clarity. Leadership of self. I, I feel that sometimes over the last year, I allowed myself to be swayed by things that weren't important. 
almost like that waffling that Ali mentioned, um, or that weren't aligned with what I have found over this last couple of months, what my core beliefs are. And now that I know those things, I want to personally operate in leadership of self and in clarity that I'm on the right path. Those are the two things that mean a lot to me because I'm really good at setting boundaries. I'm good at being intentional. Um, I'm, I'm willing to not subscribe to hustle culture and things like that. But then unfortunately, if I feel like I'm falling behind or I'm not keeping up with that person or, or I'm not doing what I think I should be doing, I literally rob myself of being the leader of my own life. And I want to make decisions in such a, a clear, confident, almost self-trust, maybe it's self-trust. Like I'm, I'm working on the verbiage here, but I, I think it's almost just this ability to say, yeah, you're walking your path because you chose it. And that's put, put your blinders on and know that you are doing exactly what you need to be doing so that you design the life you want to live. And Ali, if I can just add to that, you mentioned the word soul and all this research and stuff you've been doing. So that's huge because we're going to talk more about that as well, probably on a future episode. But my what's rad for today is the film Disney and Pixar's Soul. We watched it this weekend. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was incredible. It was unbelievable. This film called Soul um, is about... um, a gentleman who's exploring his own and the very real ways and relatable um, roadblocks and mindsets and even, you know, disconnection from life that we and our souls experience. And, and I thought it was incredibly enlightening. I, I pissed my pants. It was hilarious. It was a really funny movie as well. And of course, like, you know, Disney Pixar, like the graphics are out of this world. So it was a really enjoyable film to watch. And um, if you have not seen Soul yet, that is a must. And I really believe it falls in line with a lot of what we've chatted about on today's episode to help you reconnect with your soul for 2021. Definitely worth the watch. I have not seen it. Is it, is it kid appropriate? Yes. Oh yeah. The girls watched it with us too. It's a Disney, it's a Disney mm-hmm. film. Um, it's a, a Disney Pixar collab and your whole family can watch it, but it's a treat for, you know, to kids and adults alike. I mean, Disney hire me now, just hire me. Well, it's it crazy <laughs> even watching it, like in the opening of it, it was talking about souls and after and all of this stuff. And I'm just like, how insane is it that as we all three are like navigating this, that there's like a Disney Pixar movie about it now. And like, you know what I mean? It's just so, it was weird watching that and being like, holy crap, this is like for adults too. <laughs> well, it's crazy that in everything that I'm reading, kind of science-y based, there is now a spiritual base, right? Like the two are like kind of the first time ever really meshing. So a lot of people are talking about the placebo effect and all this, like, I mean, it's a rabbit hole I've gone down and I love that Disney, you guys, did you ever see the movie up? The, the uh, picture? Yes. Never has a scene been more ingrained in my head than the two, the, the old couple that relives their life. I sobbed and sobbed and it has been etched in my memory and if this movie is anything like those memorable moments and they just Disney and Pixar, they, gosh, they get the human emotion sometimes. I'm like, could somebody make a picture book of all my great memories? Oh, we had to watch, we watched Inside Out. Right yes, after I finished Soul. <laughs> because it was like, it's so good too. I mean, it's the same kind of, kind of along the same lines, but so good. 
I, I love those make you think films and it's, I, I think it's very timely. This film soul, you know, uh, came out a few weeks ago, but Ali, yes, definitely like up and that moment and inside out. I think I've rewatched a thousand times just to remind myself of literally the, the necessity for all the emotions that we have, how they serve us and how they help us communicate and, and, and how it impacts our mental health. So Anyway, it was funny, we were going through watching Inside Out and we were like, who's Joy? Ella is Joy. Who's anger? Kinsey's anger. And like, it was just hilarious putting like matching our family members to all the emotion. <laughs> oh, so good. Definitely an amazing film. But so Ali, you'll need to check that out with your fam. It's a must. Well, I want to transition into the Ready, Set, Grow. And I have a Ready, Set, Grow that is just popped in because of what Ali, you know, brought up. I want to have you guys choose a word. Choose the first thing that you think about when 2020 is brought up, when you create a vision for 2020 and all of these things, what is the first thing that pops up deep within your gut for 2021? I'm sorry, deep within your gut. Pick that word, decide and choose to live that word and share with us what you come up with. What an excellent Ready, Set, Grow. Everybody, thanks so much for listening in with us. Don't forget to share this with your, you know, your squad. Let them know that a new episode of Rad has dropped. And also subscribe to our newsletter where we share goodies like recipes or other tips or insider info um, as we go and glow through this amazing journey that we're so thankful to have you part of. So follow us on Instagram at Let's Put the Rad in Radical. And we can't wait to see you next week.